You know how they say, there's a book in everyone? What if there was a business in everyone, even you? If you catch yourself wondering, could I sell this? Or you've dreamt about quitting your day job and doing your own thing, you're in the right place. You're listening to You Could Start a Business Doing That, the podcast for people who want to be their own boss, live a rich life, and set themselves free with lifestyle entrepreneur Jody Nevid. In today's episode, we are going to be wrestling a beast. No, not my guest. She is not a beast. But the topic we're talking about, maybe I am, (laughs) the topic we're talking about can be a beast that I've seen hold a lot of people back in business. It brings up fears and phobias and insecurities and concerns around judgment and saying the wrong thing and perfectionism and all this kind of stuff. And so the topic, of course, is social media. And even more than that, building your brand on social media. And I cannot think of anyone better to wrestle this beast with me than crazy midwife turned photographer, founder of Fable and Fig, Jade Philp. So Jade, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So excited. (laughs) I am so excited to take on this topic with you because there's just so many cool things that you're doing. And I can assure you, if you are not following Fable and Fig right now, watchers, viewers, listeners, by the end of this show, they will be because there's some crazy shit going down there. <laughs> so, Jade, I always like to start with asking a, a triple question. It's one question but three sections to it. And I want to hear in your own words who you are, what you do, and why it matters. So good. I love this. So I'm Jade. Um, I'm a business owner and I have two children, so I'm a mum as well. Yep. I run a photography studio, so it's, we're based in Lindock and we employ a small team of mm. amazing people. And why it's important to me is because this business to me is all about freedom, having lifestyle and providing that for people that are, are employed by us as well. Because, yeah, there's nothing worse than feeling trapped in life. And I just love the freedom of having a business and that's my why. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could probably extend that a little bit deeper too. You know, you want to have that for your family, but yeah. ultimately it's just, I want to be free. I want to be free <laughs> I want to do what I want to do and have fun doing it. Yeah. Mm. And I think, you know, that's, as you know, with me, freedom's a big thing. We do the the Freedom Fest three-day festival, but that's what drives a lot of people to get into business overarching. What I'd love to know, because this season we're talking about getting started in business, background in midwifery, is that the word? Is that how you say it? You're a midwife. What made a crazy midwife like you pick up a camera and say, you know what, I'm going to turn this into a business? Yeah. Uh, It's it's a bit of a long story, I guess, but... um, yeah, like I guess my entire life I had this idea that, you know, by the time I'm in my 30s, I've got to have all these things ticked off and that included having a university degree and becoming something important. Yeah. And in my mind, health services were, were the most important thing that you could be. Yeah, I guess that's probably fed through my childhood where I was told, you're so smart, Jade, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You're so smart, you could be a teacher. You're so smart, you could be a lawyer. You're so smart, you could be a doctor. Ah. And so I had in my head, bullshit, okay. That's I what, better be smart. I better do something with my smart. Hundred percent, yeah. And so, um, I had yeah studied really hard when I was in high school. Um, yeah. got like the top grade of my school. Went to uni. Like, didn't have a gra- didn't have a gap year. Just went straight in. I was like, I'm getting this done. I'm getting it done straight away as fast as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I became a midwife, and then I had a baby. So I had I was pregnant in the last year of my uni degree. Had a wow. baby. Yeah, it was wow. awesome. It was awesome. I actually delivered my um, last baby of my degree when I was like 32 weeks pregnant. So I was in the shower under this lady catching her baby while I had this huge belly. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah, it was so it was awesome. But so yeah, I finished that and then I had a year off, which was yeah. lovely. So 
that's when the photography passion started because I couldn't sit still. I like finish, I finished up at work or doing the degree, had a baby. And then six months afterwards, I was like, this is fucking boring. Like, yeah. Yeah. And yes, you can say fuck on this show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shit. <laughs> Oh, fuck shit. Well, there's, there's no, there's no fucking, um, yeah, language, language warning, guys. Yeah. But yeah, so six months in, I was like, this is really boring. I yeah. can't sit at home and just do this thing. Yeah. Like, so I was like, what can I do? So I picked up a camera, went and did like a little course and I was like, yeah, I'll take, I'll learn how to take photos and just yeah. do that on the side. So for, yeah, six months I kind of was practicing and then I went back to work a year later after I'd finished my degree mm-hmm. and oh, it was the worst year of my life. I was really? so yeah, depressed. As. I just, Bad. um. I guess there's was, was a lot, a range of things. I hated being away from my child. I was working full time, so it was just too much. Yeah. And then I guess it was like reality set in. When you're at uni, like the emotion of midwifery is like, oh, it's this magical experience. Mm. Like you're, you're going to change the world. Like you're amazing. Midwives, we need them. And then you go into the hospital and it's like the biggest piece of shit place to work. <laughs> like, it's so shit. Um, yeah. The systems and the policies and the management, it was yeah. just like, crushing soul crushing and so, I yeah. I just fell into this like big pit of depression and anxiety I cried like every day for 12 oh, months God. it was the worst yeah and so like but to, like towards the end of that year I was like I can't do this mm-hmm. anymore like I will not do this and yeah. I was trying to figure out options of how the fuck can I get out of this this yeah. is the worst I hate this and I felt trapped as well like you know you have a roster and you're stuck with it so if you don't want to work Christmas Day or too too tough shit you have to yeah like, you chose to be a midwife you're you're a shift worker whatever so yeah. welcome to your new yeah sentence. I, I just, yeah. I just got kicked in like yeah. <laughs> kicked in the tit I was like fuck what is this <laughs> this is so shit and this so this is not the nirvana I was thinking no it would be. Yeah. yeah so um yeah I was looking for options out I was like look I, I could do all these things in midwifery like be, become a lactation consultant or be an independent midwife but to do those things in mm. midwifery you have to have a lot of experience and I just wasn't willing to mm-hmm. be to work in the hospital anymore. I was like, I'm done. Like this is horrible. Yeah. So I actually I was pregnant in like in that year. Second child. Yeah, second yep. baby. So I was like, fuck right, maternity leave, this is my chance to get out and mm. do something. I was like, well I'm pretty good at taking photos. Yeah. Let's just do that. So brilliant. That was the, the So pathway. hobby turned career. Yeah. And, and I kind of just said to my husband, look, ugh, hate this. And he's yep. like, do you know what? Go for it. Just do Love what makes it. you happy. And I was like, all right, I will. And then I literally just decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to put this, do this photography business on the side. Yeah. And it can be, you know, as long as it can replace like the income of like one or two midwife shifts, I'll be happy. Yeah. Like that's all I need. Brilliant. But then I started doing business coaching and I guess they say like, you know, surround yourselves with people, surround yourself with people that you want to be like. So mm-hmm. I was hanging out a lot with other photographers who had like, in my eyes, made it in the industry. Yeah. And then, yeah, just took off. Yeah, love mm. it. And so how long have you been in business for now, Jade? Um, oh, God, I probably should keep better track on this. Yeah. Right? But, um, <laughs> well, I guess I started the business technically. Yeah. Technically when my daughter was six months old or like okay. maybe like eight months old, like yeah, three months after I picked up. Yeah, they can keep track. The yeah. age of your children. So she's about five years old. Um, okay, so but four would, and a half years. Yeah, I would yeah. say, oh, sorry, no, yeah, the business is five, she's six. Oh, so, okay, yeah. cool. Yep. I would say though Fable and Fig, that brand has only been around for about eight months. And right. Was, really? Yeah. Yeah. What? So we, we only rebranded last year. Yeah. You blow yeah. my mind. Yeah. yeah. And so, but we I was operating under Jade Field Barossa yeah. Photographer from around 2018. So that's kind of when shit got real and I was like, yeah. right, we're doing this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Fable and Fig was only a rebrand as of last year. So that is so cool. Mm. And so let's talk about Fable and Fig because you started being very well renowned for beautiful photos of families. And it's a lot of your photos have this really gorgeous sort of Barossa theme and this, oh, there, there's a very <laughs> s- a similar 
color palette to all of your photos, which makes it look great on social. But what I love is the underbelly of what's really going on behind the scenes at Fable and Fig because <laughs> I think you've become even more famous or certainly mm. in the women in business networks for your reels and your Instagram following in general and the fun that you girls are having. Yeah, so 100%. was that always part of the plan or how did that evolve? Not at all. I actually hated Instagram when I started this business. Really? Didn't yeah. use it at all. Um in about 2018, I think I started an account. I can't remember when we actually started the Instagram page under the old brand, but I just found it wasn't working. Like everything that we did on Instagram back then, just yep. nothing was working. Facebook was more of the the place to be, like where we'd get a lot of our inquiries yeah. and our business through. So we'd focused really heavily on Facebook probably until, I don't know, really timeline-wise, probably the end of 2019. Yep. Um, and then that... I guess the start of 2020 is when we really started using Instagram properly. Yeah. And that was still with the old brand back in 2020. Yeah. And, yeah, just suddenly it just, like, flipped. So Facebook started to become less effective and there was just all, suddenly this big influx of people on yeah. Instagram. Instagram. So we were like, sweet, we'll just leverage that. And yep. at this point it was me alone. Um, yeah. So 2020 we were kind of just dabbling in it, just posting, you know, a couple of photos here and there. Yeah. And it was really only when we rebranded that I would really – sat down and was like, what is this business about? What yeah. am I about? What do I want this to look like? Yep. And since then we've gone from like, I think we had maybe 1,600 followers in the November and now yep. we're at like eight and a half. I know. It's so amazing. It's, yeah. And so we started working together. So Jade's the photographer that we use to help us build our socials. But we started working together in January and you were mm. about two and a half. Yeah, yeah. And you were already starting to get a lot of traction and you were doing some stuff, particularly your reels and the competitions, which we'll talk about, that were really working. Mm. But in six months, it's exploded. It has, like yeah. it is literally. And you girls are like the queens of what you're doing in your space. Thank I you. Reckoned. We love it. <laughs> yeah. So I want to talk about courage because a lot of people are afraid about offending people or saying the wrong thing and what I love about going to your profile you know the little icons there's yes. some boobs there's a penis there's yep. a vagina it. and it's like your icons you know in, in do business with us is the little uh, yes. poke me <laughs> Let's get into business. So where did that idea come from and what gave you the courage to yeah. use the rude bits? So the um, <laughs> the extremeness, we only just did this in the last month. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that comes from, so we were, we're since doing Reels, we've been, um, you know, getting lots of followers. So Reels is like the place to be right now yeah. Um, yeah. in terms of getting a following. And because we were exploding so much, what we're finding is like you go through your insights for the month and you see how many people are following you, how many people are unfollowing you. Yeah. We have hundreds of people unfollow us a month. Yeah. And I think it's because what was happening is when they would go through our reels before we had those like extreme highlights, they'd like go, oh, cool, we're going to follow them. Yeah. Um, or they'll go into our profile and be like, oh, yeah, they look all right. They'll follow yeah. us. But then I think they were unfollowing us because then they realised, oh, Jesus, these guys yeah. are like. <laughs> They're like. <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> crazy so, shit going on. So we on were like, here. you know what? Let's just make it so fucking weird that when yeah. you come onto our page, you already know the, like almost the most extreme thing yeah, about us just by looking right. at the page. So now because we've got pictures of dicks and tits and vaginas and, and you know, poking, little sex yeah. symbols, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I feel like now people, if they are into that or they're uh -huh. offended by that, they just don't even follow along. 
Love it. What so a clever kind of, strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um it's working. <laughs> And so this and is interesting because a lot of people were unfollowing you and that made you go even further in yeah. rather than, oh, we're starting to offend and lose followers, we better ease yeah. off. I love that we lose followers yeah. because it means that everyone's like, oh, no, we're losing people, but the, it's great because it means that these people that are unfollowing you, they weren't going to engage with your content anyways. Yep. And they're just followers that are sitting there stagnant that yep. are actually affecting your engagement. So yeah. the more that you have of those people, the shitter your engagement's going to be. So I'm like, whatever. bye, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. It's good. So, yeah, we definitely lean more into doing what we want and being outrageous yeah. because it just means that we're attracting the people who want to be around us. Yeah. And I was chatting mm. with Alicia, our operations manager, and I brought, because we had a team meeting and I brought your social media <laughs> up as an example and going mm. like, this is where we're heading, folks. This is the future without the vaginas and penises. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not for everyone. Okay, so the tits and dicks are not on brand for the seven effect, but <laughs> what I love is the courage to do it. And Alicia was like, oh, my God, I didn't even know she did that. <laughs> and Alicia was just saying, you know, what's amazing to me is who knew that all these families of these mums with kids because their 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 target audience looks so nice mm-hmm. were actually really getting into all this kind of quirky dirty humor and and just really pushing <laughs> the boundaries i'm like this is just what a lot of women are like they're happy to actually just have fun and go you know what let's stop being so professional and so 100%. perfectionistic and our ideal client loves this about yeah. us like they they're Insta besties with us, they message us all the time. We play like weekly games on Insta. Yeah, tell us about your weekly games. Yeah, so we call them Fable and Fig Fridays. Yeah. And every week we just basically come up with a topic and we play a game through using like all the little Instagram um the poll, is it the poll? Yeah, the like poll yes questions. Or no. yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically we come up with a theme yeah. and run through a series of like twenty to fifty questions for people to go through and play this game and it can sometimes be really philosophical and be you know oh you know what's the meaning of life and (laughs) that kind of thing and then other weeks it can be what would you rather like lick your granddad's ball sack or (laughs) suck your nana's tits or something (laughs) and like just like the range of things people love it like it's so fun yeah Um, yeah and if people don't want to play it, they just scroll on. Um, yeah. They know they know by now that yeah. <laughs> what it is. And and we give people, you know, at the start, like, content warning. Yeah, yeah. For prudes. This maybe, game's Maybe dirty. you don't want to play today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, content warning this today, this week, it's going to be about, you know, life and yeah. deep and meaningful things. So if you don't, you're don't, not interested, just scroll along. But um, I love yeah, it. Yeah, so we play that and we just have, like, form the best relationships with people. People yep. get people messaging us all the time. We've actually made friends through yeah through the platform so it's it's the best and is that an idea that you came up with or did you see someone doing a similar thing and just sort of model it or is that just um, you you've gone okay we, yeah. polls work let's push it as far we as we can we came up with the the idea yeah. um, of just because i said to the girls like i just want to like and before even the girls started like i'd wanted to do this for 18 months before yeah. but i just didn't have the time yeah so i said to the girls like i want this weekly thing yeah. where we can just get like as much engagement as possible and I want to do it on a Friday night. Yeah. So it's like Friday night knockoff drinks. Yeah, um, yeah, love it. And so, yeah, we just, yeah. And then I guess it started off kind of like mild yeah. and then as time's gone on it's got more extreme. Your and, stuff, yeah, mm. I, I like the last six months watching you, it's been – it's it, well. It was really weird at the start because it's like a lot of you and your Udi, just yes. to being like <laughs> doing crazy dinosaur faces, and it's like, what the fuck is she doing? I, know, I love it. 
it's so it's like you can't not watch and there's just these funny little messages and then it's almost like you've started to find a voice and you've found what people are following and there's mm. some really big powerful messages I think that are being born out of it. Yeah, definitely. Can we talk a little bit about some of those because you had a post that actually went viral yes. and yeah. got you two and a half extra thousand followers very short in a short space of mm. time but the message underneath is something that you're really passionate about as a business. So tell yeah. us about that. So um, we've got a couple of employees. So Megan and Hannah are yep. our girls. Megan's a photographer. Hannah's our studio manager. And we also employ a guy called Ollie. He did work experience with us a few years ago and he's just awesome. So he just comes comes along every now and then and yeah. helps us out. Cool. Um, but, yeah, Megan and Hannah are the, the full-timers. So when we kind of got together we're thinking about what we can, what we're really passionate about, what we can be sharing a bit more of on yeah. socials. And one one big theme for um, for all of us actually was just this like this pressure to get everything done before you're 30. Mm. We all, all have our own stories. You could so all said, relate to that. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I said, let's just, let's make a reel each about our stories. Yeah. Um. So I did one first and I talked about how, yeah, in my life I was quite rushed to get to the end yeah. type thing. Um. And then Megan did one about how similar thing for her she had this pressure on herself to get everything done before she was 30 yeah. she did it but she was just crippled with anxiety and depression yeah um and so the post was talking about that and it just fucking blew up like yeah. four and a half million views I know. On it. amazing yeah. and you, what's interesting is because a reel is less than 60 seconds mm. or 60 seconds or less and how incredibly clever is it to get a message like that across in 60 seconds that means so much mm. and that so many people around the world can relate to? Yeah, That's yeah. a very clever thing. And so many people did relate to that yeah. reel. I think I think it's just because it's a very relatable thing. Like everybody yeah. lives in society. We all know what it feels like to, yep. to have those feelings of wanting to rush through life and get things done so that you can be successful. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we're really really going to be pushing that a lot more because we're just such big advocates for the fact that that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, and uh, release the pressure. And yeah. what I love is that you're living that out through having fun on social media. Yes, exactly. Is there a time or was there a time when you ever had fear about offending people or putting content out there? Like 100%. You yes. did. Tell yes. us about that. What was that so like? So when I was with my old brand, like the Jade Phil Barossa photographer, yep. when I first created that brand, it was... I did it again. I did it on the expectations of society and what I thought was a professional photography business and what it should look like. Yeah. And so I started this brand and it was beautiful. It was black and white, like mm. luxe, high end. Restrained um, though. Yeah, so, yeah really, yeah. really professional. Everything was just like to the T. The products yeah. were, you know, top quality. The prices were like a lot higher than what we charge now. Yeah, I just, wow. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, had this idea that photo like photography should be luxe and yep. and professional. And so I stuck with that for ages until we rebranded pretty well. You'd and like, never even, guessed that you had came from that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even our emails were like very, very professional, whereas now they're like, hey, like what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so everything was kind of by, the, by the, what I thought was the book. And then, yeah, I sat down and rebranded to Fable and Fig and thought, this isn't me. Like, I don't know why I'm yeah. acting like this. Yeah. It's not what I want the brand to be about. I'm attracting, I'm not attracting the clients that I want to be attracting. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like I was always having, and, and I still have that professional front. Like I have to. Totally. Um, yeah. You know, I go to a commercial job where I'm working for a bunch of accountants. I can't yeah. like come out dicks blazing. <laughs> like <laughs> I have to be like professional yeah. um, in some settings, but yeah. I just like the, yeah. 
the the whole brand of Fable and Fig on Instagram and on social media as well is yeah. allowed to be like that, and people know that we have to kind of that that fa- we can be professional, but we're also yeah a bunch and of kids. And I think the, the, the quality is the professionalism. It's yes, like you know yeah. what we deliver incredibly high quality and we know that photos. We can, yeah. And I I see when people get to that true space of mastery, the fear starts to disappear and you mm. just go, you know what, I back myself, I know I can do it. 100%. Which means I've got permission to just be me. Yeah. Which is very cool. Yeah, and that's what it is. And I think that it just took me a little while to figure that out because, yeah, starting that that first initial brand where I was a bit afraid to be myself. But, yeah, then once you kind of, yeah, you know that it works and you know that you're good at what you do but you want to build something that is more authentic yeah. Um, I think that's when things start to take off for everybody, when you start being in that place of being more authentic all the time. I've heard that and mm. I think, and I felt that as well. Like we took off very quickly with the seven effect and the number one thing we hear in our business is I just love how real you are, Jodie. Yes. Yeah. You're so unpolished and you're so transparent and you're so in unperfect and mm-hmm. I've never been a perfectionist and so have you come from a space of perfectionism and, and feeling the anxiety? Oh, that 100%. Can, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm very much a um, a people pleaser perfectionist, but yeah. I'm learning to let go of that because it's not important. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's just very much from, yeah, your childhood, I guess, where everyone yeah. kind of sets that expectation of, oh, you're really smart, you can do this, or you're really good at this. But yeah. in reality, you think, oh, okay, well, I, I'm smart, so I, I, I must be smart. Like yeah. I have to be good at everything. I have to please everybody. <laughs> It's interesting, isn't it, mm. how we, we can tell our kids things that is great, positive things to how nice to be told you're smart. But the pressure a child can put on yeah. themselves through that constant messaging is, oh, now I've got to live up to being the smart girl 100%. And, and achieve all mm-hmm. those things. And I think since having kids, that's almost been like the trigger for me. It's yeah. like when, when I threw the bomb in my life was, holy fuck, like I've got kids now and I don't want them to like feel like this. So yeah. I'm not going to be doing those things that yeah. I don't want them to do what I did when I was a kid and feel that pressure and that yeah. like societal pull to do shit that and everyone tells you you should. How do the kids feel about mum being crazy on Instagram oh, with their Edie and that? Yeah. They love it. They, they've got their own audience. They, yeah. they get into it with me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen your kids in some of your stuff and my favourite one still is the finger in the dog's bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so, so good. Yes. Yeah. If you haven't is, seen that, you have to go and have a look. Have um. to go find that. Um, Jade, you get lots of positive, like people love you in our community, in the business community um, for your reels and for your social media. Like I've only ever ever heard good things mm. but have you ever been trolled or have you ever had people say oh you're so offensive and yeah a couple you... times handful um, yeah but not much I feel like a lot of people just unfollow because I feel like when you're that true to yourself that yep. you unapologetically just do whatever the fuck you want yeah people I, I guess people either get defensive about it and attack you for it yeah or they just leave because yep. they feel not my it's person. It's not my scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we've had a few people kind of comment here or there. Yeah. Oh, you guys, you ladies swear a lot. That's not very ladylike. Or um, <laughs> oh, that's not so bad. Then you go, yeah, we do. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Or we just get people like you know the general trolls. Oh, who cares what you have to say? Who you know? Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love when people comment like that because it just makes me. We always respond to them with kindness. Yeah. And beautiful. just um, and have a bit of a laugh out of it. You know. Yeah feel a bit sorry for them as well you know yeah. if people are actively going out of their way to I don't know make negative comments on what we're saying it's not it's nothing to do with us it's no. everything to do with them and that's a really important thing mm. to to, to uh, know for those of you listening or watching it's nothing to do with you it's actually a more of a reflection 
of the individual. Yeah. And yeah. how sad for someone to feel like that's their validation in life to go out and troll other it's people. It's horrible. It's heartbreaking, actually. <laughs> it, it is, really yeah. Is. Yeah. So, Jade, you would, we were chatting before about um, your planner that you've developed for reels for your team to use. Mm. And when we spoke the other day on the phone and I was saying, oh, my God, your socials are exploding. It's incredible. And you said, yeah, look, we haven't even started implementing our strategy yet. Mm. Tell me a little bit about the strategy moving forward for Fable and Fig. Yeah, well, strategy the strategy is in the works. Yeah. Um, we still haven't fully done it. It's <laughs> like we're decided. playing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're just mucking around at the moment. But we we do know that there's a couple of key things yeah. for making reels. And I think reels and video, well, we all know that Instagram now has decided that they're going to prioritise video in yeah. your feeds. Yeah. So we all know that those things are important. So doing reels and Instagram stories and Instagram lives are kind of the place to be yeah. at the moment. But I guess you've always got to be ready to pivot as well. Like yeah. the next new thing might come up and then you just got to go off on to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reels at the moment are the next new thing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we're kind of just playing at the moment, but there's a couple of important things that we want to stick to when we actually start implementing our own yeah. strategy. So, yeah, I guess we've, we want to work off of a couple of content pillars. So yep. we've identified who our target client is, yep. our target audience, people who we love being around and spending time with. So yep. we're, we're making content that entertains and inspires and, um, you Connects know. with those people. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 100%. And so who are those people? Well, I guess they're, if, we've got a couple of ideal clients. Yeah, <laughs> talk <laughs> um, about them. Okay. But, yeah, so they're people who just are pretty well like us. Yeah. You get us in a room and yeah. we just have a great time. Yeah. We both leave after being together feeling energised and positive and yeah. happy. Just people who get our Got life. a good sense of humour. Pretty well, Can yeah. laugh at themselves, laugh at life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just don't take things easy too going, serious. Easygoing people who are just filled with love and kindness. They're, yeah. they're our people. And um, not easily offended. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's, that's a prerequisite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not easily offended. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we just want to, yeah, connect with them, inspire them and educate yeah. them online. Um, love it. And so we've got some content pillars. So, um, for example, some of them, one of them's like mental health and um, yep. self-love. Another one's body positivity. Another yeah. one's just general photography education. Like, you know, yep. if someone's in that space of ready, wanting to book with us, they might need some extra educational information to get them across the line. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so we just basically work through those pillars and just make shit about that. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, and is it still around fat? Because when I first started following you, there was a lot, m- most of your content was about, hey, new mum, here's what to do because you yeah. do family yeah. photography. So isn't it interesting that, and this is a great lesson for everyone, that no matter what your business, really the pillars of content, mm. the education that you start sharing sharing is what really creates the community. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yep, exactly. And we've extended because we were very much about like mums and because that was yeah. that well, that still is our target our yep. audience. Um, we're often working with mums because if we're photographing families, it's usually the mum the that mum organises it. But we yeah. also, yeah, we've extended the audience to just generally women because we just I don't we just felt like there wasn't a need to put like motherhood the as a, yeah. Yeah, as yeah. a as a title because yeah. like we can we photograph women all the time in yeah. women in business women by themselves, women with their families. So it was just important for us to extend that reach out to everybody because some of our best clients and some of our best friends that we've made online are just women who don't have children. Yeah. So we felt like it was important to take that away and just kind of reach out to everybody because a lot of the things we we wanted to post about, like body positivity, for example, um, that's not just for mums. No, absolutely not. That's for all women and all girls and and even all men. Yeah, Um, yeah. And so we want to, yeah, stretch those... I guess, like, yeah, the story's out to everybody, not just yeah, the really it. niche, yeah, the mum. 
And so if people are getting started on social media and, you know, it's a, I've, you've literally blown my mind today by telling me that the Fable and Fig brand's really only less than a year old mm. and, wow, what a place you've taken it in such a short space of time. But in hindsight, like clean slate, I'm a new startup in my business. I want to build a following on Instagram. What would you say might be the top three to five things yeah. that are critical to do? Hmm. I think... Um... The first and probably most important thing is like all of that internal work. Yeah. It's not even anything to do with social media. It's like, who am I? <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Yeah, like even like your the three like, questions. Yes, yeah. Who you are, what yes. you do, and why it matters. Yes, yes, yes. That exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nail those three questions. Yes, nail yeah. those three questions. But be really honest with yourself. And like, yeah. I think people. I don't know the key to this yet, but dig down and actually find out the real truth of those things, not mm -hmm. what you think they should be. And what you think other people want it to be. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's I the mean, key I don't right know the key there. to doing that. Yeah. But um if yeah. you can, that's like the one number one most important thing to even yeah. before you start, because it means that then you're gonna come from a place of authenticity from the very start. So rather important. than you know, do kind of what we did and yep. start like, you know, and then rebrand and have to do it all again. Yeah. I so yeah, that. I guess like come from that space of who you are, yeah, what you do yep. and why it's important and the why is really important. Yeah. Second thing I, pr I reckon would be to work with like a branding specialist or yep. somebody who can really help you bring home and nail your branding. So you've got really good recognizable logo, good brand colors. So you can be consistent with mm. across the board on social media. Yeah. Um, it's bloody hard when you don't have that as well because mm. you go, oh, why does everything look so yeah. ugly all the time? Yeah, yeah. But as soon as you, and we've struggled with that for two years because we've been rebranding for two years well, yeah. now. It's very depressing. But now that we're starting to find that, it's amazing. Good quality photos, mm -hmm. a really nice colour palette and just a nice clean logo. Yeah, and, and especially oh. when you're making reels too, it makes it easier when you have the brand colours because yeah. you can use them consistently and then people start recognising you for the colours. Yes. I actually read something the other day. It was like, I remember what, it, what exactly it said. It was an article about brand color. No, it was a reel actually yeah. about brand colors. There you go. And I think it was like 80% of people when they look at your logo, all they look at is the color. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's like, amazing. That's mind blowing. But yeah. yeah. So yeah, have a really good brand strategy, mm -hmm. clear uh, on what, what it looks like. I would say have a good idea of who your target audience is yep. so that you can then provide those pillars mm -hmm. to the people. Yeah, work out your pillars. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. the next thing would be work out your pillars. And then the last thing, be consistent. So don't, you know, post once in a week and then the next week you post seven times. If, yeah, just, right. If you can, post every day. Not, you don't necessarily have to make reels every day, but yep. I think there's a little bit of a formula and you'll probably really be, be able to find it really easily if you go onto Instagram and start following social pages. But I think it's something to, like, you know, three to four reels a week, Yep. Stories every day. Um, uh -huh. How many stories? Because I see your story is jam-packed. All the time. Yeah. Like you have a full, how do you do that? Like time management-wise, I go, how does yeah. she do, how think, do you produce this much content? I think it's just because we, like Megan and I especially, we just, because we're extroverts, yeah. we feed off of people mm -hmm. loving us. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> and I, so, I totally like, get that. when yeah. we're doing stuff during the day, we'll just whip out our phones and do a quick story about yeah. what we're doing or where we are or, you know, who we're with or what's on our screen type thing because yeah. we love the interaction and have having people message us yep. to chat about what we're doing. Um, so I think we just, it's not really even a time management thing. It's just that we prioritise it and, yeah. like, it's it just, just what you do. It's, it's part just of comes it's like brushing now. your teeth. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I love. Yeah. It. You do brush your teeth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite a day. <laughs> totally <laughs> got that sorted. Yeah. So, what does the future of our Fable and Fig look like? Because 
just in the last six yeah. months, it started to evolve. Where are you going? Oh, Lord knows, like who knows? <laughs> I, was, I was just joking before about having a sprinkle of ADHD. I'm, yeah, I can't like I can't stick to plans. So, yeah. although which is funny because when I was a kid, that was all my life was about. It was like mm. I had a ten year plan and I was gonna, you know, have all my kids and do this and do that. And I stuck to the plan so well. Like I actually can't believe that I did that. Yeah. Whereas nowadays, I'm like six month plan. Who knows? Like yeah. it's it's too far for me to even tell because I find that often what we do and I. I I'm actually like a really good goal setter. So I set yeah. goals. Um, yeah. You're a very high achiever too. Yeah. Still, but now it looks like you're having more fun achieving the yeah, stuff. Yeah. But what I, what I want to do now is like, you know, I want to set the goal for six months or 12 months or two years or whatever, yeah. but not have it as a limit because I find that often what we do is like, I'll say, oh, in three years time, I want to have this or I yeah. want to be doing this. But yeah. then six months later we have that. And then it's like, shit now what yeah <laughs> so like I don't like to I guess like we've got a general direction and it's just to kind of grow the business and keep having fun and yeah. my main like priority in life is to give myself and my staff like that freedom to just do whatever we want Love um it. and like yeah especially for the girls like that work for me I want them to be able to have a lifestyle where they they're earning income and they're working for somebody else but they're still they feel free. They're still the, the yep. manager of their own life. Like they can yeah. do whatever they want around work. So that makes me super excited. And, yeah, I guess grow the business, see where it takes us. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And you've got the exact same vision for me. With I want my team to feel like they have the freedom yeah. to be working for themselves, but they don't have to go through the hassle of trying to of build their own business. business and do something on their own. Yeah. So it's very much like building that culture of entrepreneurship 100%, within yeah. I love it and freedom-based. Yeah. 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 So good. So, Jade, you are a freaking queen in my mind in terms of social media and it's been such a great thing having you on the show. I always like to finish with seven rapid-fire questions. Oh, They're shit. surprises. <laughs> shit my pants for these. <laughs> The rules. The rules are first okay. thing that comes to mind, even if it is totally unrelatable. <laughs> oh Don't God. overthink it. Just have fun. All right. um, are you ready? Oh, no, but okay. <laughs> Let's do this. They're not that scary. What's your favourite movie of all time? I don't watch movies. I don't have an attention span for them. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> what did you want to be when you grew up? A doctor. Really? Mm. Mm. What's a book you always recommend to people and why? <laughs> God, I also don't have attention spans for books yeah. either. No, look, I don't know. No books? No nah. books coming to mind? No books coming to mind. What skills do you think we need to get better at teaching kids these days? Just following things that they enjoy doing mm. rather than focusing on what's next. Pursuing their passions. Yeah. Yeah, so important. What are you learning right now? Mm. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go there. <laughs> um. Actually, I'm learning a bit more about uh, personalities and. Oh, yeah, I saw your yeah. full rule about, you know, the um, 16 personality yes. styles. Yeah, so yeah. just learning a bit more about um, myself and other people. Yeah. Mm, and yep. how we kind of mesh or don't mesh together and why that could be. I just yeah. love, I was actually on my way here analysing why me and my sister are so opposite. Yeah, <laughs> and right. it's because we have opposite personality types. And is it looking at that Myers-Briggs type indicator, mm. the 16 personalities? Yeah. You and I are the same one, by the way. I know. The campaign. How good is that? Like, I, I knew it. I knew we would be. <laughs> I've done that before, but I did it as part of your competition. Yeah. Which reminds me, after our seven questions, we have to talk about the final thing, competition. Yes. Yes. It's so important for our listeners. Um, what's the best thing about being in business? Freedom. Freedom. Mm. Me too. Lifestyle. If I gave you a hundred million bucks, 
to start a business, any business you wanted, what would that business be? Hundred million. Hundred million. It's a lot of money. What would you do? I don't know. That's yeah. That's a very big question. <laughs> There's so many things yeah. in the world that you could do with a hundred million dollars. There is. Um, yeah. <laughs> you stopped me. I don't know. A do you know what? Yeah. I want to own the Woody. I would buy oh. the Woody off of David Fogarty. <laughs> did you? He's a local Adelaide I guy. Know. Did you know that Woody was made legend. right here? That is so cool. Yeah. And is that? Are they international or just national? I'm pretty sure he's selling them all. This is like incredible. I couldn't believe it. He blows my mind. Yeah. Have you met him? No. He's, I would love to meet him. So Alicia, um, our operations manager, went to the same school as him and they're in the, um, what do you call it when someone graduates from school and there's an alumni, oh, like, the old scholars you, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's in that co- committee with him. So maybe one day. He's so cool. We'll get him involved in Freedom Fest or something. Yes. Who knows? We're looking for you, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) So let's wrap up with the competitions thing. You're running a competition at the moment, I think, as she one of your clients. And a competition has been an epic thing you've done before in business. Tell us about it. Yeah. So we do competitions all the time because we fucking love them. Yeah. So part of our business, a lot, actually a huge part of our business is collaborating with other brands. Yeah. And so Elephant Art Events, who we're doing a competition with at the moment, and by the time this podcast goes live, it will be over done. And done with. Yes, but, um, you can't enter anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> I've entered about 10 times. I'm hoping to win it. Yeah. It's, it's so good. So we actually just found Caroline from Elephant Arts on Instagram. Yeah. And so she just started commenting on our things and um, we were messaging each other and we were just, I clicked with her instantly. I just felt like we were best friends. Wow. And so one day she just invited us to come to a paint event of hers. And we were like, fuck yeah, we can. Because we had the night off. It was like, it never happens. The universe just wanted us to align. Yeah. And so we went to this event. She was the coolest person mm-hmm. and funnily enough she's the same personality type as us too. oh i tell you what the campaign is there's campaigners. something about the campaigners <laughs> yeah. um and so yeah we just gelled instantly and we were like let's let's do something together let's do this like awesome competition and yeah. so we pulled in our things together and decided to run this on instagram and i find instagram's a really good place to do competitions yeah if you've got a good strategy i guess yeah. so you have to have a good lead up have a good offer um yeah. have a good way to capture leads and then have a good way to present the the final thing so yeah we're halfway through we're probably going to announce it this weekend the winner Um, yeah hmm. cool and i saw that she celebrated on her page that she's got a heap new followers she has yeah and so i guess the goal of the competitions you they vary on what you're doing so this one for us is about lead generation so we have a form where we get people to fill the form out yeah other times that we've done competitions in the past we've collaborated with other bigger brands um kind of micro influencers where it's more about following. So we try to make the process as easy as possible where it's just we want to give away this X, Y, Z thing so that yeah. and then all we have to do to enter is follow us. Yeah. So there's two different things and we try to kind of like alternate between. So you, you don't want to do too many lead generation things and you don't want to be too, doing too many following things. You have to have a nice balance. You've got to mix it up. Of the two. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise it can seem like rape and pillage the community. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you don't yeah. want to do too many competitions all at once either because yeah. it gets like... Another, another yeah, one. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just the timing of it as well. And so the competition runs out on all parties that are involved. You kind of spread it out. Or is it, do you say it's your competition or their competition or our competition? Our, yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. So I if we're doing it. a collaboration, it will be Elephant Arts yep. and Elephant Arts and Fable and Fig are yeah. collaborating to give you this giveaway. Yeah, Brilliant. I love it. And I love when we first met on in January, you know, when we did the lifestyle shoot, mm. we kind of, you and I went all over the whole town and down to the Selix as well. 
um, you were telling me about the competition you did where you purchased, I think was it like accommodation or something? Yeah, yeah. A couple of a thousand bucks or something. And I went, you know what, that's really smart because you can run Facebook ads for two or three thousand dollars a month. Why not yeah. just actually go buy something really cool, like an epic accommodation package? Yeah. And then use that as your leverage to get 100%. the, it's so good. And then someone actually gets to win that and how awesome to build oh, exactly. that. Yeah. So clever. So we haven't used, we've, we've been using Google ads for a little bit, but we haven't been using Facebook ads because I just find that like when you break down your marketing budget and you go, oh, what can I spend my money on? Yeah. It's either, yeah, spend on doing ads, which probably will work. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I just We just love being able to like, seeing the person who wins and like giving them this experience and being like, here, go away for the weekend and treat yourself and we'll give you all of our free photos. Like it's the best feeling. Yeah, It's so cool. And we're actually, speaking of competitions, going to be running one. I'm going to speak to you about the strategy. Can't wait. An epic Freedom Fest competition where we'll give someone a VIP experience and they'll have a three-night stay down at the Stanford Grand and watch this space, folks. Details on how to enter coming your way. Mm. It's going to be fun. It's going to be so fun. Everything we do with you is fun, Jay. I know. I love, love it. it. All right. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Um, I'll put details down below where you can get around Jade and follow her. Get on Instagram. Look for Fable and Fig. It is a must. Go find the uh, dog <laughs> with the fingers in the bottom and the poo. <laughs> That's what I'm going to leave you It'll with. It'll be scrolling down a fair way to find that Scroll one. Scroll down. But... Is there any keywords they could type in? No, just scroll. Yeah, go look for it. Just look at all the stuff. It's cool. (laughs) Thanks, Jade. So fun. Thank you, Jodie. See ya. (laughs) See ya. The number one reason people go into business is to break free, but instead, they often burn out. That's why we created Freedom Fest, the three day planning retreat that gives you a 12 month planning system for life and business that will set you free. Trade meetings for moments, stress for sunsets and long hours for Long Island iced teas. Get your tickets at freedomfest.com.au.